are now on chapter 21 of my father my monster so in this chapter father madela registers this young man for a short course in peter marisbeck someone in hillcrest so they go there for around a week and when he gets there he gets to realize that there's more to life than the little village that i grew up in people are doing things people are achieving things and a few weeks later father madera takes him out for another ride and it would seem that it's graduations and he is mesmerized and surprised when he sees father madela walk up to stage to receive his qualification and his joyous he's he's getting experiences he's never gotten he's living the life he has never in his wildest imagination imagined and then he goes on to say that night i ate good food slept in a hotel it made me feel important thanks to father madela i began to see that there was more to life than the hills and the mountains that made udebek and pevensi so beautiful there was a more exciting life beyond those mountains and if i wanted to get out of my current situation badly it was up to me to take the steps seeing so many things i had barely dreamed of made me think a lot harder about going to university about a better life i wanted to get out of Wittenberg. But now I wasn't merely occupied by the desire to escape. I was starting to figure out how. The answers were there for me. Only through an education was I going to get out. Only hard work provided the possibility of changing my fortune. The good food I had always craved, the big house, the car. This were not going to come easily. But now I had an idea of what it would take to achieve these things. It could be long, hard, a daunting challenge with lots of gritting and grinding of teeth. But ultimately, I now knew that I didn't want to settle for less. I was more motivated than ever to work on my studies. So the young boy now sees possibilities of what can be. He now sees education as a tool he can use to escape his miserable life. And he is ready to put in the effort, he is ready to put in the work to ensure that he gets there. But one Sunday later that year, the entire community gathered in the local Catholic church. Not a space was left unoccupied anywhere. And many people had to stand. After the sermon, the school principal and Father Mandela got up to tell the community the reason they had all been invited. They had decided to introduce an awards program to encourage excellence among students. One by one, students were called out to receive 
subject prizes. Sile, the other hopeful journalist, received a geography prize. I received a prize for English. Sile was called the second time and I received two more subject awards. Finally, there was just one prize left, the principal's award for the student who had set the best example to others. We all waited. After a drawn out suspense, I had the principal call my name. This time, a man from the community came over to me, lifted me up and carried me to the front like a champion to receive my award. The principal handed me the silver trophy. The sigh of my own name engraved into the gleaming silver brought tears to my eyes. It was the proudest moment of my life. After the ceremony, an old lady grabbed me by the arm. When did you change from an animal into such a wonderful person? She asked with a big smile on her face. It was true. In just a couple of years, I had changed from being the naughtiest, most loathed boy in the community to being honored as a fine example to others. I now taught history to lower grades. I wrote and I recited poetry for every important gathering at school. I had changed from a rebel and a gun maker into a literature snob and a nerd. Inspecting my prizes late at home, I discovered that one was Long Walk to Freedom by Nelson Mandela and another was a book by Desmond Tutu. It was Tutu's book I read first, having recently had the privilege of listening to his address. During the award ceremony, the family and the entire community learned of my changed identity. In the initial excitement, no one asked any questions. They were too proud of me. But when the excitement wore off, they wanted to know what had led me to take a drastic step. They listened to my explanation, but none of my aunts told me. But one of my aunts told me it was a big mistake. Once you find your father, we expect you to change your surname back. Others were unhappy that I had dropped my Christian name. Your mother gave you that name, they reminded me. That very issue had nagged me ever since I took on my new identity. But I was also loved. And I loved the name Macintosh and felt an instant connection with it. It was as if I had been born to the name. I had a serious problem with my surname. It was hard to connect with it. I even got a note people used to praise names that go along with it. So now the boy is a legend. He's the top of his school. He's very elated and the family is elated. And once the celebrations were off, they begin to question and ask, why have you changed your name? They're trying to get clarity on why he changed the name. And they say, when he meets his father, he must change back to the name. So for now, they accept that he has changed his identity for some time, but then they expect him to change back to his original name the day he meets 
his father my father my monster